When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What practices can be applied to strengthen one's character? Keeping your word, being a man of honor, be a man of principles, be a man of your value system. And sometimes you have to enforce that ruthlessly, especially if you're dealing with people that don't have the same level of integrity that you do. It's, you know, in the old days, you would do a deal and you, it's done on a handshake. And the reason you couldn't do all deals based on handshakes is because people would, after they did a handshake on it, would turn right around and break whatever the vow was. And that's why you put it down on paper contractually. And there's consequences if people don't follow through on what they commit. But your word should be your bond. If you say you're going to do something, you should do it. If you say you're going to you know, deliver something to a client, do what you say. It's a good, like when I was in real estate, one of the things that we always used to do is, and I taught every single one of my staff, was that we want to under-promise and over-deliver. And so when we would first sit down with a client and we would, you know, like we would figure out what is your budget, what, do you, what is your maximum ceiling for your monthly payment that you don't want to go over? And then based on that and what their the rate they qualified for, we would plug all this stuff into an Excel spreadsheet and it would tell us exactly how much house they could afford to buy. And plus it would have all the different financing options, whether it was a conventional with 5% down or 20% down or maybe an FHA loan with 3% down or an 80-20, 100% financing. We would sit down and then once we had the price point, we would go to the, then we would figure out, okay, we would do a search in the multiple listing service to find houses that were in that price range. And what oftentimes would happen is the people would qualify for a much bigger payment than they wanted to stay under. And so sometimes you would go and look at properties in the neighborhoods and what their amenities were that they had that was in their price range. And they're like, eh. And then there was nothing that they really liked. And then so you would bump up the price range and then obviously a more expensive price range the houses would have pools or you know a nice barbecue area out by the pool or it had a bigger kitchen or it had an extra bathroom or a three-car garage instead of a two-car garage and you know we would qualify the person for a certain interest rate and so what we would typically do we would say you're going to need x amount of thousands of dollars to bring the closing and so what would happen is that once we had a house under contract, then we would typically close within 30 days. And so since we would get all their paperwork up front, their income verification, their credit, their pay stubs, their retirement money, their bank accounts with their down payment money, where they worked, we had all this stuff up front is that we knew this going into it that it wasn't going to take us 30 days to close. Usually our goal was to get it ready to close within a week or two. And so what we would do is we, we would, because the most stressful thing people can do is buying a house or getting married. Those are like the two top stressors that people go through in life. 
because you get you're buying a house, you're moving your family, you're moving out of an old house or an old apartment into a new house. So it's very stressful. There's a lot of logistics of things going on. And so what we would do is they're expecting to close in 30 days. And then after about a week and a half, two weeks, we would call them up and say, guess what? We got you guys approved. We could close today if you wanted to, or we can wait till the end of the month or, you know, after 30 days, it's up to you. And a lot of times the people would be so excited. The sellers would be excited because like, oh, I'm going to get my paycheck or I'm going to get my, you know, cash out. And so what would happen is on, or like the day before closing, we we would have the, the title statement and the, the HUD, we call it. And uh, on the HUD, it would have the exact dollar figure to the penny that they would have to bring. And so if they were expecting to bring 10000 a closing, because that's what we originally qualified them for, what we always planned for is that we wanted to underpromise and we wanted to overdeliver. And so what would happen was when one of the girls would call them and say, hey, I've got your closing statement amount that you'll need to bring in closing. If they're expecting to bring 10, usually it'd be like 7,000 or 7,200 they would end up having to bring. And so they'd be like, oh, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to spend 3000 less on this than I expected. And then the other thing that we would wait to do is when they're sitting at the closing table and, you know, we knew this ahead of time, but because sometimes you'll quote somebody, say like an 8% interest rate or whatever happens to be, knowing that you could probably get them seven, seven and a quarter, but sometimes something weird would happen. Like, you know, a credit card might show up or a, a car loan might be more expensive than they thought, or they might have some kind of income that they were expecting to use that you you know couldn't use it in a loan qualification. And so you're hoping that you can over deliver at closing by they're expecting an 8% interest rate and a certain payment. And so when they show up on closing day, they, they're having less out of pocket than they expected. And then they see that their interest rate instead of 8%, Say it's seven and a half or seven percent or six and three quarters percent. And so their out of pocket is less, their interest rate is less, and their monthly payment in the house is less than they were expecting. And when you underpromise and you over deliver like that, people love you. They think, wow, you're really amazing. You really outdid it. But we planned all that stuff in advance because we would do our homework and we would we wouldn't pre-qualify people, we would get them pre-approved, meaning the underwriter that's going to approve the loan has already seen all their documents and already knows what they qualify for. And the only thing we really had to do to get with close was an appraisal and a survey and just a few few pieces of paperwork. And so the client loves you because they're coming to closing with less money out of pocket, their interest rate's cheaper, and their payment is cheaper. And when you under-promise and over-deliver, people think very highly of you, and they will refer people to you. And so just having that kind of a philosophy that you want to exceed other people's expectations, you want to under-promise and over-deliver, it's a great way to go through life, especially when you're in business. Say what you mean, mean what you say, your word should be your bond. And hold other people accountable to those standards because not everybody's going to be able to live up to them. And you might have to delete people from your life that are just simply not going to treat you the way you want to be treated. They just don't reciprocate it. And that's just the way it is. That's life. Those are the breaks.